Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and that's the double M, M-M. Okay folks, I wanted to uh, start today with a uh, little bit of a quote, and it states To exist in life just for yourself is meaningless. You receive more satisfaction when you relate to someone greater than yourself. And if that sounds familiar, um, it probably is because I did yesterday's quote. (laughs) That That was a quote for yesterday. Uh, The quotes for today is, the best way to predict the future is to invest in it. And I thought that was pretty pretty clever. Uh, it's, it's, It's funny because, you know, we want our futures to be uh, bright and prosperous. Well, then do something about it now, you know, Um, start it now. And that um, gives us all hope that anyone can do anything as long as we follow through, not only mentally, but with our actions. And what lies ahead and what lies behind does not compare to what lies within us. And that's the honest-to-God truth for sure. Uh, The power that we have within can outshine things in our past as well as things in our future. And success is only meaningful and enjoyable if it feels like your own. And I thought that was a good quote. Michelle Obama, President Obama's wife uh, said that, and and it is true, you know, uh, when you kind of copycat something that's not yours, there's no authenticity, you know, it's not as meaningful and joyful, for sure. And how great are you willing to allow your life to be? It's said by Abraham Hicks, but how great are you willing to allow your life to be? It can be as great as you want it to be, you know, or it can be as um, detrimental and spiraling downward as you want it to be. There is no right time. There's just time in what you choose to do with it. You know, I'm always saying, well, the, the time's not right. When the, when the time is right, I'll do it. Well, it's never going to be a good time to start saving money, starting an exercise plan, starting a nutrition plan, you know, um, starting to be nice to the kids. <laughs> you, you always have to do it now. You know, and, and get it get it done. 
And the day I got lucky was the day I stopped believing in luck. And is that not an interesting note? You know, because there is no luck. But the harder you study, the harder you work, the harder you persevere, and harder is figurative in a certain respect because success isn't necessarily hard. Uh, no, no more than, you know, failure. But the harder you um, go at those particular tendencies, you know, luck will, you know, miraculously come your way. You're, you're, you'll be in the right place at the right time more often than not. And that's because of your mindset and your healthy mindset and doing the things and creating the thoughts and acting on them uh, the way uh, successful people do. And it's funny, I'm so conscious of my thoughts most of the time. And I found myself, of all places, in church, thinking about um, adverse, um, sad, difficult, uncomfortable times in my life. And it was um, not after a couple minutes I said, geez, you know, focus on the prayers, number one. Number two, focus positively. You know, that's, that's what we're called to do, not only by God, but by, you know, those that are enjoying the good life, so to speak. You know, it's not made for, for a certain type of person any type of person that does the right things can change their lives for the better forever um, but you know but it's like anything else you know you have to keep at it you know you, you have to work out at the gym more than one day in a row you know it's going to be uh, multiple days multiple months multiple years it's got to be a lifestyle you know, you just don't brush your teeth once a week, although maybe some of you do. Uh, but that I don't recommend you doing, you know, and it becomes habit-forming, and you don't necessarily even think about it. So, Darren Hardy today, in his Darren Daily video email, um, was talking about the steps to creating a breakthrough. And his uh, subtitle was, Authenticity is invaluable. Originality is non-existent. And I struggled with that, you know, when I jotted it down. You know, authenticity is invaluable. Okay, authentic. It's invaluable. I agree. And then he says originality is non-existent. And I really didn't know where he was going with that until I watched the video, naturally. And he basically says, listen, you want to transfer ideas that work in one place 
and transfer them to your place. Uh, you know, Apple Computer was designing their monitors and they wanted it to be more smooth, transparent, and curvy. And the manufacturers were having a, a hard time doing that. So there was a delay, so to speak, in, in production. So the staff on the team at Apple looked at other alternatives in the information technology arena, uh, but it wasn't until they left the arena altogether to search ideas and came across a uh, candy manufacturer. Those that color candy and make jawbreakers, the concept was pretty much the same. It just then needed to be implemented to uh, the computer industry, so to speak. And, and that was successfully done. Uh, the, the other point is how to revolutionize your life. There's basically three points. And this first step is what do you want to innovate? You know, pick something. Pick one. What is, what is something that you want to uh, change to conform to what you want to do? Um, this helps in not having to invent something, you know, altogether. Think of something that you want, uh, that you want as far as uh, an invention. It'd be great if I had something like this. And then find out how it can be innovated, who you can talk to, you know. And, and that's step two, where you outline your desired outcome or intent. Get it down on paper. And then step three is, you know, reach out to three to five people in unrelated industries and see if that's something that they can um, attribute to, you know, stay aware and use what has already worked. It's the easiest way to go. Steve Jobs was a genius in that regard. Um, you know, his critics say he was, he never invented a thing in his life. That may be true, but people referred to him as the most ingenious inventor uh, when it came to phone and computer products. So, you know, that's, that's, that's up to you to, to decide. But the point being is, Bob Proctor says this too, anything that you want in life is already there. It's already invented. We just need to put the things together. Uh, one thing that's been invented with maybe another thing that's been invented. And that's basically how uh, Steve Jobs went, went about things. And a, a guy like Bob Proctor, um, at 87 years old, still going strong, he basically is innovative because uh, 
his mindset is is so locked in uh, to um, high achievement that he can really dismiss negative thoughts when they come in. And at times, he's so good that they don't even come in, you know? Uh, you know, Tony Robbins is a bit like that as well, you know? He's like, sure, I used to have a bad day, you know? Um, now it's, you know, bad moments, you know? I, I just don't let, let it fester anymore. And we need to be the same way, you know? A lot of people scoff and say, well, because that, that's Tony Robbins. You know, what does he have to worry about? It's not the way to look at things at, at all because Tony Robbins wasn't Tony Robbins, you know, 35, 40 years ago, you know. So you can be uh, anything that you possibly dream. And, and, and again, it took me a while to figure that out because I was in the insurance business since I graduated college. And it lasted for 25 years, you know. And when I abruptly was was fired, uh, it left me really in a, in a tailspin as to what am I going to do with my uh, career? You know, it's it's like I almost had it too good, too cushy uh, of a job. And it was a blessing, I believe, uh, that I was fired. Um, I, I don't regret getting into the industry and that's just how you know it's just how I feel um, and it's led me down the path of affiliate marketing to then life coaching and then public speaking um, that's where I'm being drawn to so uh, I must have left a, a big gap in things so that is where I stand uh, with Darren Hardy's message today. There was a nice little um, short story, I guess you could call it, about the little boy and the nails. And there was a little boy who had a very bad temper. His father gave him a bag of nails and said, every time you lose your temper, you must drive a nail in the railing on the outside deck. Well, on the first day, the boy drove in 37 nails. However, the boy eventually began to gain control and the nails became less and less. He found that it was easier to maintain his temper than to drive nails into the railing. And the next time the boy lost his temper, he was told by his dad to remove a nail from the railing. So the days passed and the boy told his father that all the, no all the nails were gone. 
And at that point, the father left the boy, led the boy over to the railing. And the father said, you did a great job, son, but look at all the holes in the wood. The railing will never be the same. His dad said, when you lose your temper and it affects someone, you leave a stain. A stain that nine out of ten times doesn't get removed. And that stain can be mental or physical, depending on your words or your actions. And the moral of the story is control your anger, especially in the heat of the moment. Don't do something you'll regret. There are some things in life that you're unable to take back. And it reminds me of a story. I was helping my cousin um, do some electrical work in, in a home. And I forget the particular scenario. It had to be 10 or over 10 years ago. And the owner of the property who was specking the house in other words, once it was built, he would then sell it. Um, we, we got into a bit of an argument, and I knew him the majority of my life. Not a close relationship, but I knew him pretty well. But I never got into a heated argument. And I was known to be a bit volatile, uh, a bit mouthy. And uh, I cringe when I think about interactions that I had with people when I was that way. And I was that way with this individual. Uh, and, you know, we set our peace and we went our separate ways at the end of the day. But one thing that he said to me never left me, ever. He said, when you lose your temper, you lose. No matter how right or how wrong you are, when you lose your temper, you lose. And I found that so very true, uh, especially in my pride-swallowing uh, time after that because it took a bit for, I say for me, to repair that relationship. But it was repaired. There was an apology from me, and there was no ill will from him. And I was thankful for that. Um, I, I have a very difficult time with someone that doesn't like me, <laughs> for, 
which is crazy because my friend said, there's a lot of people that don't like you, Paul, you just don't know it. <laughs> he said, yeah, you're probably right. As long as I don't know it, though, I'm fine. Uh, but, you know, in all seriousness, uh, that's not a good mindset to have either because we need to focus on ourselves, our loved ones, and doing things in general that are helpful and generous to to other people. That's in a perfect world. And if we can do that, we will be the richest people in our neighborhood, in our state, in our country, in the world. Um, being rich in spirit has a lot to be said for being rich in wealth. And with that, I will leave you and talk with you, uh, hopefully, tomorrow. Until then, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.